listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 171 for December 14th, 2017. This week we talk about sex with ghosts, people who still write checks, the top search terms of 2017, Bitcoin and VPNs, wrapping presents, and net neutrality. So stick around for The The show. Show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, God, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, God. I'm Do not, it. Oh, oh God. Oh, Do it. Oh, oh. Do it. Oh, oh. It fuels nope. me. Oh, God. Nope. It's like, it's how I suck the souls out of people. It's like so close. Oh, my God. Nope. It's gone. I, I hate that. God. Did you ever have relatives that told you that, like, the reason you cover your mouth when you sneeze is because it's your soul trying to escape? No, Joe. Oh. No. <laughs> not, not, no, we just thought it was a sneeze and we should cover up so we don't spread germs around. Oh. There's this thing. The South is weird. In the North, we believe in this thing. I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people believe in this thing called science. I don't know if they teach that in the South. No, they don't. <laughs> Flat out, no. Nope, that doesn't no, exist. No, they don't. I know, but I had teachers who refused to teach evolution. Speaking of the South, thank God Roy Moore didn't win. Honestly, I was, I I wasn't thinking about it this week. Like, obviously, like, it's been in the news all the time, and I've been keeping tabs on it because I'm a good individual. But it was one of those things where it's like, I, it's, in my mind, I was like, it's Alabama. I'm not going to get my hopes up because Alabama's been red for, like, they haven't had a Democratic anything for, like, 25 years or something, 28 years years and so i didn't want to get my hopes up um but i went to a movie last night i went to see coco i don't know if you've seen it um no i haven't seen it but i've heard of it did you enjoy the like 20 minute frozen well short or did they take that out the thing is is i refused to go my roommate wanted to go um she wanted to go when it first came out but i was like i refuse to go until they take the frozen short out and they (laughs) took the frozen short out like a, oh, cu- a couple days ago, like throughout all the That's theaters the in the That's the real US. victory in this country. Honestly, like Roy Moore lost and they took the 22 minute frozen short out of Coco. So I was in, I was at the movie, like they were, I think they were closing the the polling stations right when I got to the movie. And then I went through Coco and I just like completely forgot about it. And then I, after the movie, because I don't use my phone during the movie because I'm a good individual, I got my phone out at the end. And I just scrolled through Twitter because, of course, I'm addicted to my phone. And I about fucking cried in the movie theater because I was like, whoa, like he actually lost. So I was very happy. Yeah, it's sad that he didn't lose by much. Honestly. You know, yeah, he didn't, didn't he lose by um, like 0.9 percent of the vote. So one point something or points, you know, it was super, super. It was slim. Uh, I think it was like margin. apparently it was like twenty thousand votes or something, which isn't a lot apparently for yeah for you know how close it was. It was like forty nine point something to forty eight point something. Well, um, I'm just glad it gives me. I had I I thought Roy Moore was going to win for sure because coming from the South mm-hmm. and knowing the you people know more of the than South, anyone, I was. I was worried, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, that's that's going to happen. And it's just how like, I, I don't know, it, nothing surprises me in Trump's America right. anymore. But it was a nice little like ray of hope, mm-hmm. a little ray of sunshine. You know, like the the glass half empty part of me is like, you know, they lost or he lost by such a slim margin. And it was, you know, because that he's essentially, a, you know, a, an alleged pedophile, like all of these things are like what it took. And then the glass half full part of me is like, you know, 
the the turnout for African-American women was like exceedingly high in a special election in Alabama. And it just like that gave me hope of like it's the the black women fucking saved us once again from this like fucking old ass pedophile. And I'm just like, at least he lost, you know, like this is at the end of the day, it's a victory um, for like literally I everyone. Guess. Um, I guess so. Like, but, I don't know much about politics. But all I, I know guess. is that I don't like, con- you know, pedophiles in well, they are, <laughs> in obviously. general, especially representing states. I was like, what? <sighs> but, you know, it is the South and I hear things about the South, but I'm not from the South. So I'm not one to judge about how I Alabama no does things. It. Like I was thinking about it the other day. I was just thinking about horrible people. And I'm sorry, listeners from the South. Y'all are obviously some of the good ones. Mm hmm. But I I don't have any faith in the South. On the whole, you don't have any faith. On the whole, I really don't. Mm -hmm. Like it, I don't know. I I spent like 22 plus years of my life there and I grew up there and it is, it's it gave me depression. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you you're, know, good, you're a good one it, to judge because, like, it's, you know, you fuck it. You grew up there. So it's like, yeah. if anyone should have there a are, say, yeah. it should be you. Anyway, speaking of idiots, Spe- it's your birthday in two days. Speaking of idiots, yeah. So when y'all listen to this podcast <laughs> tomorrow, I'll still be 23 because my birthday is the 15th, Sam, which is on Friday. I'll be Sam will be 40. I'll be, I'll officially be 40. Um, and I, it's a good age. I, yeah, it's a, I'm in my prime now. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm, my, my birthday's on Friday and I'm going to go and visit my parents. They're going to take me out to dinner. We're going to drink some wine, hang out. Um, and then I'm going to do some computer work for them because that's what I like to do. And I'm also, Aww. um, I'm also going home and my mom and I are going to have a wrapping party because I, essentially a what I do. what? A wicka That kind of wrapping? Yeah, because I'm white, um. But no, so I uh, essentially what I do every Christmas, my sister and I um, just kind of buddy up and we make all of our presents from us because we're both poor. So every present is from Hannah and Sam instead of us like individually buying things from our parents who just make everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Same. From, from the For both sure. of us because it's just easier that way. Yeah. And of course, Honey, I'm, I'm on Medicaid. Okay. Yeah, girl. We, yeah, you, I don't got I don't got that money. It, it is slim pickings. You got to do what you got to do. So I send uh-huh. everything in Amazon boxes to my parents house. I just have it under my name. So my mom does and like open it um same so, so everyone's presents are there and so i i just go home and everything's there for me in boxes ready for me to wrap and then i shittily wrap all the presents for people and i feel like i am i'll be you know i'll be on this earth for 24 years on friday and i still cannot wrap a gift worth a goddamn and it is no it, it i am so bad it looks like i feel like a toddler saying that i wrap a present like like a toddler is an insult to toddlers probably they could probably measure out the paper better than me i always have either way too much like overhead with the paper or i'm always like i don't have enough paper and it it looks it's tragic it's absolutely tragic and every time my parents are opening up a gift from my sister and i they can tell who wrapped it even though it says from hannah and sam they're like oh sam wrapped this one because it looks like hot garbage so but i try nonetheless you know i it's it's the thought that counts even though that it looks horrible are you good at rapping i'm okay at it but we're a christmas bag family oh and yeah there are always there I, like when i was a child my mom was just like i'm done with this rapping she was like i'm done with it it's i hate so cleaning up the consuming. paper 
She was like, I don't got time. Me and your dad both have full-time jobs. They're trying to take care of you two rascals. Mm-hmm. And so there were just a whole bunch of stapled bags under the Christmas God tree bless, every honestly. year. <laughs> just like stapled bags. So me and my sister try to rap now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of people I know do the same thing. And I'm doing it this year. Just Amazon priming all the gifts. Home, because yeah. I can't bring them on an airplane. Exactly. No. That, like, why I would you do that? Carry if, you on. Just, if you can just order them and have them sent to your parents' house. It's exactly. Easier. So, yeah. So it makes, oh my God. I'm ready for Amazon to take over the world. Amazon and Google, mm-hmm. just do it already, you know? Exactly. Well, what what I did this year um, is I... I, I ordered I ordered a lot of the gifts for my my family and my sister and my friends like early. I ordered them in mid November and I was home. I was I was visiting my parents during the time because I had some downtime and I was like, I might as well just get some Christmas shopping done. And my mom was around and she was like, oh, like maybe I should order a bunch of stuff online and get it sent to the house. And I was like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't like wait until December and go out shopping. So she like I helped her get 85, 80 percent of all of her Christmas shopping done. Um, online and she is just like so relieved right now because like this weekend like my birthday weekend or like the weekend before is usually when she and her sister are like driving to department stores and rapping and trying to God, find department things department stores i, know, I just it, imagine they're dressed up like the 1930s or honestly the 1920s. with the hats and the you know everything go um, department stores just need to cool it I mean, they're done, though. A lot of department stores in my hometown are like not even there anymore because they were so unsuccessful because no one likes Sears. Yeah, Sears Sears is is like like tanking. Yeah, I'm not. When I think of like Sears shopper, like I think of my parents. My parents still go to Sears. Oh, yeah. To get everything like they will buy a mattress. They just bought a mattress in person at Sears. It's like, why? I guess I they know. wanted. It's like why they wanted to test a, it out. They wanted to feel a, it or whatever. I guess I'm just like get a teft and needle. It comes rolled up in a box. It feels great. Slept on one for a year. Exactly. Best mattress I've ever had. Last time I was in a Sears, I was helping my sister buy an air conditioner. But other and that was last summer. Other than that, I don't remember the last time that I was inside of a Sears. Like no, me neither. I can't. I couldn't tell you the last time I was in a Sears. But I cannot tell you how relieved my mom was after we like got done all, with all this stuff online. And she's like, it's just going to get shipped here to the house. And like, I don't even need to go out. All I need to do is wrap that shit when it comes to the house and I'm done. And she just like cracked open a bottle of wine. She's like, thank you for helping of me out. Of course she did. <laughs> I mean, you know, what else is she going to do? She doesn't have to go driving. So she's, you know, she ordered her Christmas present. She's going to sit in the house, listen to music, drink some wine. But it was like revolutionary for her. I was like, mom, I've been doing this since I was 15. Like, I don't understand why. Probably because she doesn't know how to use the Internet very well. Well, right. Yeah. I feel like if my like my mom is terrified of ordering stuff online, mm-hmm. my dad will do it. But I don't think I don't I've never seen him use Amazon. I don't I know my mom has never used Amazon. I don't Mm -hmm. really know what their hesitation is. I feel like my mom deals a lot in cash. She's a a cash gal. She's a cash gal. She tucks away cash under the mattress. She's (laughs) that kind of person. (laughs) She she gets her checks and like she actually cashes her checks, you know, turns them into cash. She doesn't like paper trails. You know, she, it kind of sounds like she's a grid. murderer. She it, she wants to live off the grid, <laughs> apparently. Well, I don't I don't know, man. I think she just doesn't understand, really? which is fine. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to understand either. Yeah. So she's she's fine. She likes going to the mall and, you know, whatever. So I feel like it's better, though, because my I hate I love my mother. 
She gave birth to me. But one thing Uh-oh. that both my sister and I cannot handle is when like we're grocery, like we're, we're helping our parents grocery shop or we're in town while our parents are doing big time grocery shopping for like the couple weeks or a month or whatever. And my mom, you know, everything gets checked out and my mom brings out her checkbook and she starts oh writing God. a check. And they have to and they have to look at her ID because so many people in the past have like, you know, there's checks that bounce, etc. She will not convert to using her debit card or credit card. I was like, Mom, if you use the debit card, it comes out of the same exact account as your checkbook. And you just check your statement either online or with a paper statement that gets sent to you every month in the mail, you know, to make sure everything's fine. She's like, I, I don't know. I can't do it, Sam. I can't do it. I was like, you're wait, you're you're holding up the line, woman. Like it takes them yeah, like 15 that's the worst minutes kind of to, person. To, I know my mom is that worst type of person. And I always feel so embarrassed when I'm grocery shopping with her. So I'm trying to like ease her into like, we got her a debit card that's attached to her account. I'm just like, just swipe Checks it or so- dip it. Checks are so weird. I mean, just like the, they're like a promise of money. It's like you're giving someone an IOU. Exactly. And it's so weird to me. Because I think debit cards. You're trusting the customer to have this amount in their account. Yeah, I guess you are. So it's like, like, um, uh, well, I guess the bank pays regardless and then you get charged. mm, Like an an overdraft or something. Yeah, or something like that. But I think debit cards were invented like when I was like in middle school or junior high. So mm-hmm. I've never really known a world without debit cards. I, I think either. that's when they were. Invented. I remember when they were like becoming a new thing and everyone was like, oh, it's just, it's just ties to your checking account. It's not like a real credit card. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? And I've always had one. And it's yeah, just same. I, why would you write a check? See, like the a oldies- lot of people at Walmart don't understand you don't have to fill out the check. What? You just write in the amount and you sign your name and you and they swipe it through the machine. Oh, or you wow. only like sign your name. Yeah. And they just like run it through the machine and print on it or something. I had no idea. Maybe that'll save my if I tell that to my mom, then maybe she'll not write a whole goddamn novel for 15 minutes. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever so like I don't have a checkbook like my my first bank account, which was attached to my parents at their little credit union. But I since I've gotten older, I was like, I don't I don't want to be attached to there. I want to use like I want to be in the new age. So I have a, a bank that's essentially all online. It's called Simple. I've talked about them before. And they they don't issue checkbooks. They're like, we will not issue a checkbook. If you need to someone to ch- send someone a check, you open up our app and we'll send an official check for you in the mail. So that's what I do every month for my landlord is I I have it scheduled where like my bank officially sends my landlord a check. I don't have to like get my checkbook out and write her a check. And then as soon as they send it out, it's like withdrawn from my account and they put it on hold until she deposits it. And I feel like that's like the only time I've ever used a check or someone's ever needed a check for me is paying my rent. Like, that's the only situation I've I've had to do that. And with a lot of people, like, living in an apartment building, I'm sure you can do all that shit online to, like, the apartment landowner or whatever. They always... I do like having a checkbook, but I think I've only ever used it to attach voided checks to documents. Like, a lot of places I've dealt with have been, like, attach a voided check to your document. And I think they just want the bank number, you know, like, the routing number and all that shit for, like, direct deposit shit and... So it's nice to have them, but mm-hmm. I just closed one of my checking accounts. They oh were going to start charging me uh, like tw- like a ridiculous amount of money per year to ha- still have a checking account. And I was like, honey. Really? Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, you can get a checking account for free anywhere. Yeah, this is like, Bank of America, like any... by the way. So well, put okay, them on blast. A, fuck Bank of America. B, <laughs> if you, if you want to use, like, if you want to have a local bank or whatever, like, use a credit union. 
Like, I feel like the the checking account that I have that's still attached to my parents, I don't think they pay a dime for it, for their checking accounts. No, I have another one, and it's totally free. It's like a... Why the fuck would Bank of America, Bank. like, charge for a checking account? Like, people are fleeing from them anyway. Like, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've been wanting Lord. to do, like, Ally Bank or one of those online banks. Mm-hmm. I haven't read a lot about Simple, but I know about Ally. Yeah, Who nice. knows? I recommend it. I like it a lot. I I like my I like simple because I can't overdraw like I because I've I've like overdrawn in the past and then didn't know it like years and years ago. And then I'd get like overdraft fees and I was like, I can't like, no, this is it's like thirty five dollars a week or whatever. If I overdraw on my account accidentally, if like my um, if my landlord cashed like two checks or like double cashed it or some crazy shit and they just don't allow that on on simple which i'm super grateful for i've never like been in that situation thankfully but i'm just like i'm so afraid of overdrafting an account that i'm like i want to be on an account that won't let me overdraft like in general um interesting but I, I guess that's just because that um you can you kind of have more overdraft protection because they don't give you they don't issue you a a checkbook so there's less mm-hmm. liability because if you if you swipe your debit card and you don't have any money and they won't you know they won't overdraft you it'll just get declined and so it's just easier with that regardless i think um, um yeah what were we talking about fuck fuck uh bank i don't of know America. banks we were talking oh yeah bank of america i don't know i'm not going there i had to i needed like an international routing number at some point that sounds super sketchy mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um this was like 10 years ago and i needed that and they were like the only bank where i could get that mm-hmm. like in arkansas you know yeah mm-hmm. so that's why it's like a leftover account anyway we won't get into that Happy Christmas into finances. Happy happy holidays. Happy holidays. PC. Isn't it isn't uh, it uh, Hanukkah right now or something? I think Hanukkah started yesterday on the 12th. Oh my god, happy Hanukkah. Uh speaking of 2017, it's the, almost over. The top Google searches I have are out for <gasps> they're, okay, they're they're officially out. Joe's got the numbers everyone. I've got the numbers. Okay, so the top 3 Hurricane Irma, mm-hmm. iPhone 8 and iPhone X. Okay. Um but it says this year the top results were also dominated by a number of how-to entries. Ooh. So a lot of people now are searching like how to do this, how to do that, mm. how to, you know, whatever. And I do that. I search for how to a lot, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like how to how brine to... chicken. Yeah. How to how extinguish to ghosts from my bathroom. Sure, from my butthole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also that, um, very important. So the top three how-to's... How to make slime. I told you about slime Instagrams. I introduced you to those. How to make solar eclipse glasses and how to buy Bitcoin. Oh, God. Which I searched for the other day. Okay. Are you going to invest? Are you going to invest in Bitcoin? No, I don't got... One Bitcoin is worth like $13,000 right now. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll probably be double. Or it'll probably be worth nothing. I remember. I honestly remember when people started like you know, a decade ago or so when people started talking about Bitcoin and I was like, oh, this sounds so complicated. I'm going to pass this one over. Mm-hmm. Honey, biggest regret of my life. I could have been a billionaire honestly, right not now. not investing in Bitcoin is every young person's regret right now. It's a, it is 
awful. I still don't understand what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I don't understand what it is, <laughs> and I refuse to understand what it is as well. Oh, the Southern in you is prime, <laughs> isn't it? It's just it's just a loop of like <laughs> eternal hate. I don't want to look. I don't want to look at it because I don't understand it, and I don't want to learn about it. So it's just going to continuously loop and spiral out of control. Well, I was looking at there's like Bitcoin mining. Mm-hmm. And like Bitcoin faucets, is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Have you expert. heard of that? I, I've, I've only heard of mining. I don't know what the fuck a faucet is. I don't either. I tried to look it up because I was this was in my how to buy Bitcoin search. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, all these sites where you can like mine Bitcoins. And I was like, what is it? I want to know what it is. Like, I can't can't hold it. I don't understand it. <laughs> It's a currency, but I can't see it. I don't know what it is. I know. It's just so confusing. Well, I remember, I I remember, I think it was like two years ago, I bought some Bitcoin um, through a service called Coinbase. I don't know. I've only used them once. But it's when when one Bitcoin was worth about $600. I didn't buy a whole Bitcoin. I bought $50 worth of Bitcoin and then I sold it the next week. And I- You can buy portions of Bitcoin? Yeah, of course. That's like buying, oh, yeah, I was going to say a piece of pie, but you can do that just about anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that analogy doesn't really work, Joseph. <laughs> you, you can't buy a piece of pie. You can't buy a piece of pie. But yeah, so I, I bought Bitcoin and then I sold it the next week and I made about five cents. And so that's that's enough for me. I should have kept it, but that's how everyone is, right? Everyone who like bought it when what one Bitcoin was like a dollar like they would have would would they have not have sold it when it was $600 like or would they have waited until now I feel like everyone would have sold as soon as they could isn't that kind of how stocks I work wish, I don't know I wish I had been one of those people who bought it and forgot about it right that's like what I hear you hear yeah you hear all those stories of people who just like bought several when it was like super mega cheap like mm-hmm. dollars and they just woke up and they were like, oh, shit, I'm a millionaire. And it's like, shit, dude. Well, what I've heard about is people. So, like, you keep Bitcoins in a wallet. It's a, it's a like an encrypted file. Right. I don't I don't understand. There's online wallets and offline wallets. Online wallets are more of a new thing. But when Bitcoin was first uh, around, it was these offline wallets. And so it was like a program that you have that has this encrypted data that tells you where the Bitcoin is in the blockchain or whatever. So what I heard about was like someone getting gifted like 25 Bitcoin back in 2008. And then like it was on an old hard drive and they threw the old hard drive out like 10 years ago. And it's like, oh, my the God. Regret. Oh, I saw that. It was on Reddit They wanted or to like go through the dump or something. Yeah, it's like, oh, like at least I, oh, I was never man. in that situation. And then I heard of people back in the day that were like, instead of getting gifted Reddit gold, people would gift them Bitcoin. And oh, like people God. have forgotten about it. It's crazy. If I just had one Bitcoin, I could pay off a really big chunk of my student loans. Oh, my God. Imagine. Please give me one Bitcoin, somebody. <laughs> Please. Patreon.com. Please. Patreon.com slash GK1Games or the show Sam and Joe. Give us Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Don't give us Bitcoins. God, if someone gave me a Bitcoin, I would feel bad. I'd cash it out immediately. I I couldn't hold on to it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm glad I'm not into stocks or anything because I'm just the most nervous wreck. I can't hold on to anything. Like, I'm just afraid that it's going to crash. I'm like a, you know, I'm crazy. I couldn't do it. I'm glad no one's given me any Bitcoin because I would have messed it all up. Like, for sure. I don't know. Well, if you feel like you're going crazy, you know what can help you? Antidepressants? Seroquil? Well, I don't know. Those are great. I do like antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Video game. Oh, what? I've never played a video game in my life. 
Did you see the study that came out? Um, They conducted a six-month experiment, 33 adults. They were assigned to play Mario 64. Mm. They would either do that, take piano lessons, or neither to understand how it impacted the brain. The brain. They did MRI scans, and they took cognitive performance tests. Mm. And it revealed that the ones who played Super Mario 64 had an increased amount of gray matter in... I'm not even going to pretend to know what parts of the brain do. The hippocampus and <laughs> mm-hmm. the cerebellum. Okay. Mm-hmm. But those who played piano did not. I love Lady Antebellum. Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while, uh, too, to come up with that, so it's okay. Uh, so Apparently, I guess as you age, your gray matter declines. So mm-hmm. uh, you could, like, you know, it's great. Play video games. So are you saying that when since you play ARMS... Six, 60 orms? hours a, a week. It's your full-time job. Orms. orms. You play orms. orms 60 hours a week. It's going to turn you into a genius. That's what you're saying. Probably. I, I, hope, I hope it does something good for you. I'm well on my way. Mm-hmm. Arms champion and mathematician of the world, Joseph Birdsong. Do you remember, like, it was in, like, the 90s and early 2000s. There were mm-hmm. all of those, like politicians who were very against video games because of the violence in them. Yeah, I remember that. I definitely remember that. Yeah, I hated that. (laughs) As someone who I know you've played a lot of Grand Theft Auto in your life. Well, just I I feel like there have been studies. I don't know what they are. Don't quote me on it. That Mm -hmm. have like disproven that they lead to real life violence. Like it's just not a link. And now people are finding out more and more good stuff about how video games help your brain. And how video how games are art. They're art. Art. They, like, keep you off the streets. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm making it, shit for up. For some people, it pays their rent, like you. It's crazy. Yeah. God bless yeah, America. Exactly. Um, speaking of well, video games, I recently got ukulele for Switch. I, I it, saw on Twitter. It, I think it comes out on Thursday, but they sent the people who backed them, like, 100 years ago, we got our co- codes early. Mm-hmm. And I, I downloaded it onto my Switch, but I've been too busy doing other things like playing Overwatch and getting ready for my birthday and shit that I really haven't had much time to play. But I feel like during Christmas break when I'm home, I'm going to bring my Switch home and I'm going to play a lot of ukulele and play some more Mario Odyssey and I'm going to enjoy that. But I've, I, I'm kind of glad that I haven't been able to play ukulele until recently because allegedly they've ironed out a lot of like the camera bugs and they made like the text a lot faster. A lot of the big complaints when it first got released, apparently they addressed a lot of those. So it's like I'm getting ukulele 2.0. I hope I like it. I really don't know if I'm going to enjoy it or not. I hope so. Um, I but- liked it. I only played like the first world. Mm. Uh, and I've pl- I played on PC. Gotcha. So I kind of would rather, I would rather get it on Nintendo Switch. Like yeah. it looks like it's more fun to play handheld. It's I w- it's one of those games you want to play like in bed or on the couch. Right, exactly. Like I want to have it in my hands. Yeah. So, so I'm glad I got I it for Switch. I might get it again. Yeah. I might have a review for you in the future if I if I play it some over the weekend or over Orms? Christmas break. What about Orms? Orms? I didn't ask for Orms for Christmas. Or your um, birthday? Or my birthday. I didn't. Mm. I asked for like a bunch of kitchen stuff. I asked for a new like a, a, a new pepper grinder. I asked for a new like piano keyboard for my desk. Um, I don't remember. I asked for. Oh, God, there's this. <sighs> my family gives my sister and I a new yearly calendar every Christmas. It's, I think it's kind of a tradition. Um, And there's this calendar set 
that I haven't I haven't received for a couple years because my parents haven't been able to find it. But it's called Nuns Having Fun. And I think I've talked about it here before. But I asked my mom specifically, don't get me a calendar this year unless it's a nun's having fun calendar. It's like every every month, it's like pictures of nuns playing basketball and like swimming. And it's just so funny to me because I always think of nuns as being these like women of God that don't have any fun. But like, honey, did you see Sister Act? uh, I mean, I haven't seen Sister Act in a long time. I need to watch Oh my God, you should watch it yearly. I mean, I do love me some whoopee. Instant classic. Didn't she win like an Oscar for that? I'm totally making that up. I'm totally making that up. I have no idea. Lord. No idea. Lord have mercy. I don't use calendars because it's 2017. Um, Well, yeah, there's this thing on your phone called a calendar. I guess I should look into Mm -hmm. it. I know. My mom still does. Buy our microwave in our kitchen. We get those free calendars in the mail, you know, for like giving money to the Wildlife Foundation or whatever. So we always have like a free like bunny Mm -hmm. calendar in our kitchen and my mom like marks all over it. Yeah, my my mom has a calendar that she swears by. She has to. Everything's on everyone's birthdays, everyone's day that they died, you know, when she gets paid, vacations, like grocery things. She has scribbles all over her goddamn calendar. And she's had like the same type of calendar for like the past 20 years or something. It's always on like our back door and it's like she cannot get rid of it because it's she swears by it. If it's not on the calendar, she doesn't know about it, basically. My mom, too, honey. I don't know what it is. Moms and their checkbooks and calendars. Oh, moms. You gotta love them. Honestly. Gotta love them. Um, I want to take a little bit to talk about the every, everything everyone else has been talking about, which is net neutrality. So s- s- buckle in, folks. Time to Uh-oh, talk. Sam's climbing up on a soapbox. I'm climbing up on a soapbox. Um, so in the U.S., we have the Internet is entitled under this thing called Title II, which classifies it as some sort of like utility or something. Regardless, the head of the FCC wants to make it so net neutrality isn't the law anymore, which is bad. Um, and let me give you a, a kind of a stupid example of what would happen without net neutrality and why net neutrality is important. Um, if you, let's see, could you name how many like internet service providers you can have in your apartment building, Joe? Uh, in my last apartment building, one. Okay. And how about this Like one? it was, uh, I actually don't know. Justin deals with it. Oh, you have him <laughs> deal with it. I mean, uh, I get to turn my brain right off. Okay. But God no, bless. like most apartment buildings that I've ever lived in or been in, they're wired for one internet service provider. Like you don't have a choice. Yes. That's, that's the key issue here is that, mm-hmm. um, like it, I, I, everywhere that I've been in America, um, where everywhere that I've lived, all of my friends, it's either been a cable monopoly or duopoly. A lot of the times it's Comcast here. And, you know, a lot of the time it's Time Warner or Xfinity's is Comcast. Um, yeah. Here it's uh, Charter Spectrum. Um, but I have I have two options. I have broadband internet with Charter Spectrum, which is I think I get like 100 megabits down and five megabits up, um, which is decent. Or it's DSL with CenturyLink which is like 10 megabits down and one megabit up. So it's not, it's not even competition. So I have right. one decent internet service provider um, with decent speeds. There's zero competition. It's essentially an internet monopoly. Um, 
And the the reasoning behind abolishing net neutrality is put it in put the situation in the hands of capitalism. And the fact of the matter is, is that it would this would probably work out if we had dozens and dozens of locally owned Internet service providers that were actually competing against each other in the US. But we don't like the cable companies have banded together and made sure that they aren't aren't competing with each other in certain areas so that they can have a monopoly over it, which is illegal. But they somehow, with all their lobbying money, have found a way to get past that. And essentially, here's the situation that I was trying to get to with net neutrality. Imagine that you own a startup. Well, imagine Netflix. Imagine Netflix coming into the business. No one's heard of Netflix before. They're trying to either this new service about streaming videos and whatnot. Um, and you are on Comcast Xfinity Internet or whatever. Without net neutrality, Comcast would be able to legally slow down and prioritize traffic on their network, meaning that they could legally slow down um, Netflix traffic but not slow down their video on demand service that's competing with Netflix unless Netflix paid them a fee or paid up or even like they couldn't they they could make it so they don't have to have them pay a fee at all. So it makes services on the Internet anti-competitive in the sense where you can't compete because your local um, Internet service provider, which you only have one option, essentially, is throttling certain data. So net neutrality just means you're treating all packets equally and your Internet internet service provider cannot um, route traffic faster than others because it would be not neutral, I guess. It's a shitty I, I'm not very good at explaining it, but it's important. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people that know way more about it are talking it a lot better than me. Um, but it's important. And apparently there's a vote uh, the day this podcast is coming out, which is Thursday. Um, Ajit Pai is a huge proponent of removing net neutrality. And so that's why you see a lot of people on the Internet making a huge um, hubbub about it, because it's important. So if you're in the U.S., you should call your senator or representative and talk to them about net neutrality, research it. Do a better job of explaining it to yourself than I did. This has been a PSA from little old Sam. There you go. Congratulations. And also a lot of like the, a lot of the service providers have been like, we are pro net neutrality. Like we don't, you know, even if this is a law, we won't impose these rules, but like, don't trust that. Yeah. Like why would I trust okay. a multi-billion dollar business to. Yeah. They are in business to make more money. And I mean, anyone who's ever had Comcast knows that. You know, they screw you over whenever they get a chance. Mm -hmm. So don't trust them. And maybe they'll hold off for a year or two, but they will change something so that they can throttle you or limit what you see. And make more money. Like their end goal is to make more money. And then people, the the biggest reaction to this for people on the other side is like, well, just don't, just don't use them. That's capitalism. Don't use them. But the situation is because of these monopolies and duopolies, it's either I'm with them or I have no internet. Like, yeah, like we don't really have choices. There's no choice behind that situation. So it's like net neutrality is very important. Got to keep traffic on the internet at a level playing field um, or else the ISPs can totally fuck with people and screw people over, especially their consumers. So there you go. That's that's my high horse. I'm getting off of it. I'm getting off of Roy Moore's horse that he rode to the polls on. And I'm oh my god, I saw that video. I was so embarrassed. Like I don't even know how to ride a horse, but it's not like that. Exactly. I don't know. I've never ridden a horse either, but I know he was doing it wrong. 
Oh, for sure. It was weird. That horse was so uncomfortable. And then someone made a Twitter account for that horse. God, well, you have a Facebook account for a horse. I do. I do. Uh, Facebook.com slash, I don't no. know. No. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. <laughs> Every year, I forget that I have that goddamn horse added, and I'll get like a birthday notification, and I'm like, God damn it, that horse. I've, I never <laughs> log into Facebook anymore, so I don't even know when her birthday is. So I don't I just it's random for me. It just pops up in my life. It's like, remember me? Yeah. Anyways. Oh, what a disaster. Of sex with ghosts. Uh did you ha- did you fuck another ghost, Joe? No. Did you see this? Uh is it this okay. woman? Yeah. Her name is Amethyst <laughs> Realm. She sounds like someone that would fuck ghosts. She appeared on this morning. Is this an Australian show? Or this is a UK show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh she claimed. Sex with ghosts is so good she ditched relationships with men. God bless. Uh, More power to her. 15 different ghost lovers. Oh, wow. Uh, She, okay, so she says, um, (laughs) it was 12 years ago. I was living with my fiance. He was working a lot. I started to feel a presence. Uh, She decided to uh, dress in some sexy lingerie and hang around uh, where she felt the ghost presence the most. This is all in video form. I didn't watch the video. I just read the article. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I Quite frankly, I was like, I don't know if I want to know what she sounds like when she talks. Um, <laughs> it's like you don't <laughs> trust her, Joe. <laughs> uh, she claims just before falling asleep, the ghost turned up and they had sex. Mm, was it so good? She's gone. I guess so, because she says she's gone completely off men. And then she had sexual relationships with another 14 ghosts. Oh, wow. And A ghost orgy. She has considered having children. Okay. You can imagine this is difficult. Mm-hmm. I, I don't she know believes, if ghosts can, can like effectively inseminate a woman. She believes that she can get pregnant from a ghost. Okay. She said that she's done research into phantom pregnancies and that okay. there's a possibility that it's a ghost in you, mm-hmm. but people just don't know how to carry them to full term. I feel like she's just going to fart. <laughs> And that's that, going to be the ghost uh, farts, baby. Farts are ghost babies confirmed. Oh my god, you've I've been getting fucked by ghosts for years, honey, if that's the case. Um, how do you know? To explain it to me. Um, just because I I'll, I'll they just fucking and farting. That's all that happens. It just ghost farts. Oh. Oh, yeah, sex farts are a real thing though. Ooh. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Didn't doesn't Kesha isn't one of her songs literally about having sex with a, a sexual experience with a ghost or something? That sounds like something Kesha would write about. So I I believe you. I feel like it's in her. Um, you remember when she did that? Was it a MTV series or whatever? Oh yeah, like my she crazy life or whatever or something. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's apparently a thing. Um, well, f- fuck. Where's Grinder for ghosts? Oh my god! Isn't there Ghoster. that dating site for that fake dating site for ghost relationships? Oh yeah! Oh wow! That's a throwback. Did you find it? Did you just or are you just no? I'm just I'm just thinking about it. I don't I don't oh, remember what it's called. Thinking. Do you remember what oh, it's called? No, I'm sure if you typed in, hold on, ghost dating dating site dating service ghost ghostsingles.com. Oh, there it is. Oh wow! She's still here, y'all. Oh, oh my God! This site looks like it was made in like oh, it was made in two thousand nine. So that it looks like it's hosted on GeoCities. Remember GeoCities? Remember Homestead.com? Oh no! 
<laughs> I am a male ghost seeking a female ghost between the ages of 18 and 180 who died horribly, mysteriously, tragically, or suddenly. I'm going to do a uh, male ghost for... See, it's, I said I was a male ghost looking a male, for a male ghost, and it shows me female ghosts. That's this homophobic. That's broken. I know, I'm going to search between people who are 100 and 285 years old um, who died suddenly. I'm going to do a thousand plus who died horribly. It's only See, giving it me, me women. The same, they give you Phantom for You, Lonely Forever. Vengeful One and Vengeful Eldrick one. Hottie. See, you just this is get... This is fake news. I thought I was fake finally going to get the ghost fuck of my life. And here I am getting teased and getting. Oh, there's a free chat room. Oh, God. Oh, chat it now. says enable, enable Adobe Flash Player. No, 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 honey. Not Stop today. Some things I don't have. Okay. Well, that's a throwback. All right. Are you oh, ready wow. for some favorite things? I'm fucking ready. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe, what's your favorite thing this week? Not health insurance. Oh, God. Know. Whatever. I feel like I've been, I've been like exceptionally like mellow and like. My brain's not working. I spent a total of an hour and 15 minutes on hold today with four different departments for ins- for health insurance. I feel like they just I feel like it's easier to just die at this point. It's easier it to is. just die. Well, I was like this hold music, like because I had to listen to the same hold music for that long. And I was like, this hold music is going to give me an aneurysm and I don't have the health insurance to cover that. Oh, my God. It's just it's a huge conspiracy. It's a setup. They trapped me. They did. Um. But anyway, that's not my favorite thing. That's my least favorite thing of all time. Okay. Least favorite thing of uh, all time. Good least favorite thing. My favorite thing is Christmas music. Oh. Specifically, the best Christmas album of all time, which is John Denver and the Muppets. That is a very good Christmas album. It is a very good one. Nothing puts me in the Christmas spirit like a 12 Days of Christmas and all the Muppets sing it and John Denver. And that's the CD that we always played growing up while we decorated the Christmas tree. Oh. Um, so that album and a new classic Tayon's Christmas album came out. What? She uh, has a Christmas album? She's done Christmas songs in the past, and uh, she did a Christmas single with the the uh, subgroup, the Girls' Generation subgroup, Tai T. Seo, mm. which are disbanded at this point because two of them aren't even with SM anymore. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, no, it's good. And it's like all original Christmas songs. It's like not covers. Oh, okay. Because like there's two different types of Christmas albums. There's Christmas cover albums. And then there's, which is like, I feel like they're usually pretty good, you know, unless it's like a horrible artist. But then you have the crapshoot of new Christmas music. I feel like it's very hard to break into the the like the new Christmas music scene like like I feel like, I'm just thinking of like mainstream like the last well like new, Mariah did it yeah like Mariah did it that's the only one I can really think of that's like a Christmas classic that isn't like old yeah. as fuck right uh Allie and AJ greatest time of year oh I, a classic album I too. haven't I I do not know a her. classic album I will have to do some research <laughs> they have a song called a. Uh, not this year, I think, or mm. something. And it's about like hating Christmas. I really not my like president. Not my not year. Not my Christmas. Not my Christmas. Um, but Taeyeon's is, it's good simply for her voice. Of course, all the songs are in Korean, except she does sing one original song in English. Ooh, how is it? Uh, I really like it. It's like, mm. 
simple and lovely, and sh- her pronunciation is really good. Although I never fault, I never fault them for it because yeah, most of the they time they're like made speakers. to sing in English. Yeah, it's like not their first language, mm-hmm. but it's good. You can tell she really tries on it. And mm-hmm. props to the song. I listen to it on repeat while I'm in the shower. It's great. Okay, that's an interesting place to listen to it. But okay. Well, I, I, you know, that's my time. Mm-hmm. Listening to Christmas music while you wash your butthole. Yeah. It's intimate. It's an intimate Christmas experience. Sure. Mm-hmm. Wash it out with a, with a candy cane. Oh, Leaves God. Minty fresh, honey. Oh, God, you know? honey. We are, Swap this is, it in a couple times. No, 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 no. Minty no. fresh. No. <laughs> now I'm just thinking He'll about toothpaste on your butthole again, and we've talked about this about a hundred times. I don't want to get into it. I did that twice. I know. We know, Joe. We know. <laughs> I tried that twice. Ugh, God. <laughs> um, so is there like a translation? Like what is she singing about in Korean in this Christmas album? Uh, I don't know. Something Christmassy, uh, uh, we think. There's like sad. She released a music video of one and it's mm-hmm. like um, it shows like scenes of the past of like. It's obviously actors. It's not like home movies or anything, but it's like her and her dad mm. and like her going home for Christmas. And oh it's like, God. it's kind of a sad song, which Taeyeon is all about. Like mm-hmm. she always, she does sad ballads really well. Yeah. Uh, I think there might be like one upbeat one on the album, mm-hmm. but they're mostly like chill Christmas, you know. Nice. Chill. Something to wash your ass with. Exactly. God what bless. else do you need out of a Christmas album? Honestly, what else could you need? I, I need to shave my pubes to the Muppet Christmas Carol album. In general, you probably need to. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, honey, if you just get it done, okay? <laughs> just get it. Just get it. All I want for Christmas are some fucking shears. Jesus Christ. <laughs> some sheep shear. Sheep shears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's oh. disgusting. So so Christmas, Christmas music in general is your favorite thing. Yes, those two albums in particular. I'm trying to think of like, I don't think, I don't remember right now. My parents have like some CDs that I would recognize as, as things we always listen to, but I just, I can't think of it at the top of my head right now. But I do love Muppets Christmas. It's always, it's always a classic, honestly. It is. It's now good. I want to listen to it right to make- now. Oh. We had to make a Christmas album for, well, Justin did. I sort of helped for um, his friend's Christmas party. Oh. And so it had a lot of like, it had Judy Garland. You oh, know, yeah. Classics, Gotta make it and gay. Mm-hmm. Andy Williams. And oh, it was lovely. Put I'm me sure, right I'm sure you slipped in some candy coated, our candy coated Christmas hits. Uh, ooh, ooh. Which Christmas sure. hits? Mm-hmm. <laughs> candy who? Um, what? I love candy. You know candy. I saw Andy Williams before he died? What? Where? At the grocery store? At like his Moon River Theater in Branson, Missouri. Where else would I go see him? I feel like that you saw an animatronic. Oh my God. Speaking, he was half animatronic at one point. What? Okay. So How did it I was just like guess during, that out of the blue? It was a Christmas show mm-hmm. and it was at his theater and um, he had this huge dress on wheels like he dressed up as mrs claus or something oh my god and it rolled him across the stage like it wheeled him everywhere and he was like double the size of a human like because the dress was like this car it was like this vehicle Mm. and it was really entertaining i was young because i guess he he died semi-ish recently i guess yeah 
But um, no, it was it was really it was entertaining. He invited all the children up to the stage. Didn't go. I was mm. terrified. I hate that. I, oh God, I did never wanted to go up on the stage as a child. No, that's scary. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I'd get abducted. Well, a wholesome <laughs> robot Christmas. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Uh, what's your favorite thing? Um, well, mine is less Christmassy, but it's a it's a Netflix show that I started recently. I feel like everyone's kind of been on it. It just came out with a second season. It's called The Crown. Guess what it's about? Jesus. No, and it's not about women crowning during childbirth either, which is what I thought initially. And I was like, oh, well, okay. why did you you even recommend this to me? No, it's a um, biographical drama series about uh, Queen Elizabeth II from the UK and how she like rose to power and the drama in her family with like her dad being king and then her dad not being king. Well, it was first her uncle that was king, and then the uncle had, like, a fucking uh, conspiracy or whatever. He was, like, going to marry a divorcee, which was, like, bad back in the day. So we, like, abdicated the crown or whatever. And so then her dad was the king, but they never planned on her dad being the king, which means they never planned on her being the queen. It's just so dramatic. Um, But the actress that plays Queen Elizabeth II, um, Claire Foy, does a really, really good job. And I, I was a big fan of, like, period pieces like Downton Abbey and stuff like that. So I I have a soft spot for, you know, English dramas, but it's on Netflix. And the first series came out like last year, I think. But the second season just came out like last week. So I started it at a really good time because I got to binge watch the first season. And then I started to binge watch the second season. Um, And then the man that uh, plays Queen Elizabeth II's husband um, is Matt Smith which everyone knows from that one season of Doctor Who that everyone on the internet hates because no one will shut the fuck up about it. But he does a really he good job. He was only in one season of Doctor Who? I think it was. Was it only one? I've never seen Doctor Who. I just know his name. I, I mean, how many I seasons? I think it was. I don't I don't know. Nor don't they care, change the Doctor every season? I don't I don't know. I don't want to talk about it because people I think are going to come female. after me. Now, right? Yeah, I think so. And people were having a goddamn That's heyday cool. over it because goddamn women being a doctor. Anyway, I need to. Uh, I need to tell my mom to watch The Crown because we grew really up watching good. like all the masterpiece theater shows on PBS and. Mm-hmm. Period dramas are her favorite thing. And I think I need to start watching it, too. I usually watch. Um, so, you know, I watch my British Castles shows. Oh, yeah. You're still on that. I still watch my British Castles shows. But then I also watch they have the series called like The Secrets of and then like Insert British Building. So like Ooh, The Secret of, of Chatsworth Manor or, you know, this stuff. Something fancy. Uh, so fancy. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's I should I we should check it out. You like I- it? You I do. Love I, it? I like it a lot. Um, I, I, it's shot really well. It just like, it looks very pretty. And I feel like the, like most of the reason why it's so pretty is because it deals with all these like elegant people in the Royal family and like Buckingham palace and all of like the surrounding buildings and all of the, you know, it's just, it's very, it, everything is so extra. That's, that's such a millennial word. Everything is so extra with the queen and with the, you know, the, the crown in general. And so I always enjoy, you know, it's it's a really nice series to look at visually and it's shot very well. And the acting is very good, too. Um, but it, it's one of those things where if you don't like period pieces and you don't like period pieces about like, you know, English royalty, then I don't think you're going to enjoy this. But I really like that sort of shit. And it took me a long time to like jump into the crown, but I've been enjoying it. So I recommend it if you're into it. And uh, I heard the queen approves. Did the queen approve? Oh my god! I don't. I, that's what I heard, and I don't have any article to back that up. 
Well, I I will take that as real news because sure. Um, God bless as queen. you should with this podcast. Mm-hmm. Everything we say is absolutely one hundred percent true. Right. Take it as gospel. Anyways, so that's well, my favorite thing. I recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Um, and I recommend it if you like period pieces and like drama, because I live for the drama, honey. I live for it. I'll check it out. We need something to watch now that we're done with season one of Riverdale. Uh-oh. Oh, how was it? Oh, it's the best. I predicted the murderer mm-hmm. and the like uh, motive. Well, look at you. you it's like solving. Nah, nah. It's like solving a, a crime made for fourth graders. What? Aren't they all in like fourth grade? <laughs> they're uh, in high school. Thank you very much. Uh, but they're all like all the actors are like 30, right? No, they're actually like 20. What? I know. I was surprised. They they definitely obviously don't look like teenagers. No, but they don't look like 30 year olds either. You know, oh my God, they, they actually like found a happy medium. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's okay. It's not horrible. I hate Archie still, though. I mean, he's God the worst bless. person in the world. God bless that. I can I support that fully. Him. Yeah, he's the worst person. Anyways, good well, favorite I'll things. I'll check out the crown. I'll check out the crown. Good favorite things. Good mm-hmm. favorite things. Mm-hmm. So um, what, do we, what do we have? We have a, got, a question this week or something? We've got a question about internet privacy. Ooh! Okay, it says, uh, Hi, Sam and Joe. I've been enjoying your podcast for a couple months now. I listened to several, but yours has quickly become the one I never miss and listen to as soon as it's available. Anyway, I was wondering if either of you use a VPN. I am always worried about the amount of personal information that is available to anyone online and get scared when I read articles or hacking on hacking scandals and identity theft. You both seem to have lives that are heavenly heavily connected to the internet also heavenly Heavenly. and i am interested to hear your thoughts and possible recommendations wishing you both a very merry christmas and a happy new year gary from liverpool oh thank you gary thank you gary hope you're staying warm honey honey um so joe do you use a vpn at all what do you okay so i have used what was that one browser that edward snowden told us to use uh tor Tor, I I tried, mm-hmm. but it's so slow. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing the thing about Tor is Tor is it's it's like imagine um, routing your internet traffic through like twelve different VPNs. That's what Tor is in like a really it's shitty like, nutshell. It's like an extreme version of like VPNing, I guess. Yeah. So instead of routing all of your internet traffic through one server, it bounces it to a bunch of different servers. So that's why it's like super, super slow because it's like it's bouncing all over the goddamn place to try to like prevent your location from getting tracked or whatever. I've used Tor in the past just to like mess around with it. But I haven't I haven't used it in years. No, I I I didn't stick with it. And I know that... So you've done it before. You've used VPNs before. I know that. I do. I I do use VPNs once in a while. I don't. I just don't. I've had my identity stolen. <laughs> but I don't think that has anything to do with like that has something that has everything to do with people guessing. Well, I don't even think they guess my password. I don't know how, you know, that was like 15 years ago. I got my identity stolen. Yes. And I don't think it had anything to do with VPN. No, I don't think so. But probably no, all, buying just, all that shit don't. from Alibaba or whatever. You just I, use the incognito window. It's all okay, right? Right, exactly. The FBI right? can't no track can my track incognito that. window. No can track your incognito window. Lord, no, I don't. I don't. I don't look up weird stuff like Sam probably does. That'll get what? you thrown in prison. Or... I've never <laughs> looked up a weird thing in my entire life. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I, I guess even the use thing the I mostly that I'm I mostly hear people use it about is to get a like get around Netflix in different countries mm-hmm. or like if a video is not available in your country to you know VPN that country and watch it. Yes, exactly. But um, um, so tell me your VPN stories. So I have a VPN. Um, I pay for one. I pay for it yearly. I've I've only used this one VPN. I so I you're only getting this this you know I'm I'm a very biased person. You should look up if you're interested in getting paying for a VPN. You should do some research because some VPNs are better than others. V- a VPN is different than Tor in the sense where you there's one point of failure. You're routing all of your information to one server to, through through one person through one company. You're routing all your traffic away. To one destination, essentially. The difference between that and Tor is that Tor is bouncing all your information for like, it's like VPN within VPN. It's like VPNception. So Tor versus VPN, they're kind of like two different ballgames. But a VPN is a really good way to, you know, secure your information. It's only, your information is only as secure as how much you trust the company that you're paying a VPN for, essentially. Um but I use a VPN called Private Internet Access or PIA because it mainly it's cheap and they have a lot of countries that they can route your traffic through. Um, I pay for it yearly. Um, I think either yearly or like two years you can pay up front. Um, it's 40 bucks a year, um, which I don't think is very I don't think that's very expensive. I think it's a pretty good price. But what I've used it for is getting around YouTube videos that are um, blocked in different countries, um, buying media from Japan um, when things have been released in Japan and haven't been released in the U.S. And I actually want to support the artist like a decent human being or whatever. There's also video on demand services that like will only allow people to sign up within their own country. There's like a couple in Australia and a couple in the UK. And there's a gay one in Canada called Out TV. Um, so it's it's nice to you know be able to access that content because it won't allow, allow me to access if it thinks I'm in the US. Um, so I've had a lot of success with private internet access. Apparently, you know, if you're doing more nefarious things, um, they claim that they don't keep any logs and other things like that. Um, but you should check. It depends on what you want the VPN for. If you're, you know, down a sketchy road, you should, you know, f- figure out what company you want to trust. But for getting around geo blocking and like YouTube videos and stuff like that, um, I've had no problem with private Internet access. Um, and I recommend it just because I haven't had any goddamn problems. Um, but if you're looking for a VPN for something, you know, different then you should totally do your research. I feel like you should just do your research regardless. But if you're doing, let's say, torrenting um, and you don't want to get caught, uh, there might be an article or two on private Internet access for that. But you should do your research. So that's what I use. But I recommend it. If you only want to play monthly, um, it's like seven bucks a month, like month to month. Um, but if you sign up for a year, they'll like down your price to like $3 a month. If you like, make sure you pay for a whole year eventually. So there you go. That's what I use. So good luck with your VPN extravaganza. I've had pretty good luck with mine. So there you go. Use it to mine those Bitcoins. Mine those Bitcoins. Apparently mining Bitcoin takes like a lot of energy, like a lot of like graphics card power. Oh, yeah. Well, I I think there are just like fact warehouses full of computers mining Bitcoins, aren't yeah. there? Yeah, I think it's one of those situations where the more you mine, the more people mine Bitcoin, the more difficult it is to mine Bitcoin, I guess. Like, 
Does that make yeah, any sense? Yeah, it's pretty fucking hard. Yeah, it's confusing. I, I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to invest. I'm just going to watch Canadian videos through my VPN. That's it. Well, congratulations. I'm living the living goddamn the dream. dream. Uh, is well, that thank you for the question, Gary. Hopefully yeah. that helps. Thank you so much. Um, we always need more questions. Send us some like holiday themed questions. That would be lovely. Preferably uh, not about like trees that. in our ass or anything. What? I don't know. I remember us getting a question. Who was sending us questions a couple weeks ago about something Urethra? about- Urethra? Yes, it was the urethra guy. Probably, I yeah. don't want a pine cone in my urethra. I'm just going to throw God. that out there. One of you out there is known as the urethra guy now, so- you So, know, you got to live with, with that. that. Mm-hmm. Good live. Yeah, you got to live with that. Okay, honey. Ugh, uh, we Well, regardless, let us know any kind of question aside from urethra questions. Uh, we tell you how to in the outro. And uh, this week, we will have a bonus video for the Patreon patrons in the, uh, yeah, this week and sometime. There you go. So, well, yeah. thank you guys so much. Um, and happy holidays, etc. Make sure to wish me a happy birthday because I'm very important. Um, uh, I and- was just about to say to wish you a happy birthday. And now you've said it, which is just makes you sound douchey, you know? I mean, honestly, it's about time that I showed my true colors on the podcast. <laughs> true, true. Anyways, thank All you guys right, so well, much. We will uh, talk to you guys next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!